Welcome to the A2 Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cluley. As always, I'm joined by our superintendent, Dr. Swift. Thanks for being here today. It's great to be here, Andrew. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. This is our first podcast of 2023, and I think we're just going to kind of talk about what we can expect to see in the schools coming up in this year of 2023. It's pretty exciting. What, what are you most looking forward to as we are back in school in January? You know, it feels like some greatest hits of excitement at this time of the year as we come around the corner of this 22-23 school year and welcome a brand new calendar year. You know, I think about the academic progress of our students uh, coming back in after winter break. We've had a strong fall and uh, students are really making academic progress. And I love the winter time of the school year because you really get to that depth of learning uh, that is so important uh, as students uh, feel that growth year over year. I also love this time of year for that social emotional development. Students have developed uh, friendships and relationships at school and and good, strong relationships with their teachers and principals and support team at school. Uh, So I'm really excited about this next quarter of the school year. Now, I know that we ended December with a lot of work going on. The uh, Board of Education has got some fresh faces uh, that have just started. Can you talk a little bit about that? So exciting to welcome three incoming newly elected members of our Board of Education, uh, Trustee Muhammad, Trustee Schmidt, and Trustee Townsend Gides. We're so excited Uh, to have them join us, and I love this time in our progress where we coalesce uh, a board to really carry forward the work of the prior board and build on that strength, but also to put their own uh, stamp on uh, their work in governing the district. And of course, we have to mention that it is January, and January is School Board Appreciation Month, so uh, I think we all want to say thank you to all the trustees uh, for volunteering their time and they're making this commitment to, to further education in Ann Arbor. I love it. And I'll tell you, uh, it is a an unsung role. And I think folks don't always realize uh, that these uh, individual trustees give of their time. Uh, it is like a job, uh, and yet they do it in service. Uh, to our students and and to the Ann Arbor Public Schools and to our community. So many thanks uh, to our trustees, uh, past and present, and hope that folks out there will be thinking about the future as well in board service. So uh, another thing that I know is on our plate in January and for the next several months uh, is is the work on the strategic equity plan. Yes. Can you talk about sort of what families and, and uh, school uh, uh, students and staff and teachers can all anticipate happening in terms of working on that strategic equity plan in the Ann Arbor Public Schools? You know, it's a really exciting time. Our teachers and our school teams have been on this equity work for a few years now, and yet we've had uh, as a next step of full community engagement. That's been hard to do during the the most challenging years of COVID. Uh, But we feel like now, beginning in January, we will start to bring together those advisory groups. We will also uh, be putting out to everyone in the community for their feedback 
on our uh, generic uh, parts of our plan and really using that feedback from our parents, from our students, and from our own Ann Arbor Public Schools team uh, as to how we want to see this strategic plan unfold. The heart and soul of it is equity, opportunity, and access for children and for their quality education. So watch for those uh, announcements coming up, uh, and that'll be really a January through June focus. And our intention is to bring forward an equity plan uh, for the district um, in June of 23. Along those lines, uh, late last year, the board approved the uh, environmental sustainability framework. Um, but I know that there's some work to be done on that. Uh, there was uh, some items that are things that we're hoping to have happen pretty quickly. And then there's some areas where the framework set up sort of a, a guidelines, but we, we got we to gotta flesh those out a little bit more. So can you talk a little bit about where, what we're going to be seeing with the environmental sustainability framework? Absolutely. We're really excited that we are now able, after really multiple years of work in planning, we're ready to move to cross that bridge from planning to actual implementation on the environmental sustainability framework. Uh, We know that uh, there are many grants coming out for teachers. So our teachers who have a passion uh, around the planet, environmentally sustainable practice, just watch for those grant announcements. And then I know that one of the first things you're going to be doing is an evaluation of all of our outdoor learning spaces. And uh, that's an important component of our overall educational plan is, is just our firm belief uh, in having our students learn in beautiful outdoor settings. Um, also, uh, we have students involved now in the environmental sustainability work in the district. Uh, our students from the Freeman, uh, I'm not going to say their proper name, but the Freeman Student Board, and then also uh, student outreach from the neutral zone. Um, and so we're really excited to see our students get their voices into this environmental work in the district. That's that's great to hear. Uh, and I guess uh, I know that we've also got uh, looking forward. Um, I, I know it's it's January right now and summer may seem forever away in, you know, Michigan in January can can often make it seem like the sun will never come back out. But that summertime, we were already got the plans working in terms of uh, work, construction work that will happen yes. while students are away in the summertime. Yes. Um, and then excitingly, there's also a couple of meetings coming up to talk about some longer term planning with both the new Mitchell Elementary and the new Pathways buildings. Can you talk about what we're, what families can expect on that? It's such a great time. We're so grateful to our community for having supported this capital bond program in the district. And so we um, are completing over the coming two years those early commitments of uh, the bond program. And so that's the LED lighting. You remember, Andrew, the number one request, air conditioning and climate control in all of our buildings. So we are finishing that. I know it seems uh, crazy. The time has gone so quickly, but we're actually finishing that during 23 
and 24. We're about 75% finished now with getting that early work done in our schools. Makes such a big difference for our students and our staff to have buildings that are climate controlled. And then in that way, we can do year-round and summer programming without any restrictions. And we're really excited now about, as you mentioned, two new school building projects. One on the campus of Mitchell Elementary. We'll have a new Mitchell campus uh, there for preschool through uh, fifth grade. Um, And then secondly, over on the Pathways Campus, Stone School Road, there we will have a new building. Now, those uh, engagement processes have been ongoing, but during that January-February time frame, we will be out in the community engaging with each of those school communities around their ideas for their new buildings. So, and that's all leading up to uh, designs for the new schools being brought forward uh, around spring break, so around that end of March, early April time frame. So it really is an exciting time. I know that these meetings that are coming up in January are really exciting because it's sort of the, that feedback where it's like the, the students and the, and the community gave their ideas in the fall, and now they're going to get that chance to sort of unwrap a present of seeing what, what are you guys coming up with, with from our ideas. And so exactly. it'll be great to see uh, we'll see what, what, what hits, and, and I'm sure that there will be a couple of things that miss, and, and the team will go back and take that input before coming back, as you said, around spring break with, with more, more concrete plans. It's so funny. I feel like it's a recipe that in the fall, we got all of these ingredients and requests and ideas and tremendous thoughts. I loved seeing the students engage back in the fall, and now we're going to just see how the dish comes out and maybe make some adjustments as we go through spring. It should be fun. So we certainly have a lot on tap here in 2023. We really do. It's an exciting time. And you know, I'm so proud of our teachers, our school teams and school leaders, uh, really for all the work that they're doing to make every day count for our students. I'm really grateful to our parents for the work they do every day to bring us their beautiful children ready to learn. Um, It's really an exciting time in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Well, and that brings us to the good news segment on the A2 Schools podcast. And uh, I think this week's, uh, what we're going to highlight is the uh, recognition that uh, Director of Student, excuse me, that Executive Director of Student and School Safety, Liz Margolis, received just last week from the Ann Arbor Fire Department. I know you and I were both able to attend the ceremony, and it was really exciting to see uh, the Fire Department talk about the the value of the partnership with, um, obviously, Ms. Margolis, but really the entire district in terms of making sure that we're doing what we can to make our schools as safe a place as possible. You know, I was so inspired to listen to the fire chief and to be there uh, with uh, so many of our um, fire department team uh, really celebrating uh, community engagement and community partnerships. And we're so proud of our partnership with Ann Arbor Fire Department. I'm very grateful and proud for Ms. Margolis's work uh, to ensure that we have a strong partnership. And so uh, I also enjoyed, Andrew, hearing those kind of heroic stories of 
uh, really remarkable acts of our fire department team. So that was a bonus yeah, for the yeah, afternoon. For <laughs> sure. And I just want to highlight, uh, the chief mentioned a couple of things specifically. Uh, one being the Pioneer being opened as a, a cooling shelter a couple of summers ago when much of the city was without power. Um, so it was that was an instance where yes. we were giving back to the community. But then they also talked about um, the work that's been done so that now you know, all the fire trucks and all the police cars, they have the emergency keys so that they can get into uh, AAPS buildings. But they also uh, were highlighting U of M has just gone through the same process. So it's really, you know, in, in the time of emergency, these first responders are going to be able to get into a buildings both across our, our schools and also across the U of M campus, which is just such an important thing to happen. It's just a, an important key and critical element of a strong partnership and really probably something that folks don't even think about until, unfortunately, it's it's a, a crisis moment. So we just really appreciate the efforts of our first responders in the community uh, they are out helping us every day, and, and it's, it's inspiring to see their work. Okay, now this brings us to the, the big question. We haven't had these in, a, in, a, in several weeks, uh, maybe a couple of months now, but uh, there clearly is a big question around people's minds these days, and, and that was the decision uh, that we made this week to require masks through January 20th. Can you talk a little bit about what led to that decision? I appreciate, Andrew, you bringing that up. We are at a particularly risky time now as we kind of bridge our way from winter break and folks being out on travel and social engagement and bridge back into the close confines of a classroom environment indoors in Michigan winter. And so we wanted to really protect and take a proactive step particularly as we saw over last weekend, uh, cases start to tick up uh, following the return from winter break. So we really are appreciating the support and the work of everyone in the community uh, just to do everything we can to preserve in-school learning. You know, Andrew, our goal is clear every day, and that is exactly what our parents and our community uh, have indicated to us, and it's also our critical mission, children in school learning on every day possible. And I'm so grateful uh, that we've started well uh, on Monday, and now we're moving into week one. And, you know, a year ago, we really had some struggles during January. So we're hoping this year just to navigate through and keep everyone as healthy as possible. And this really isn't just COVID. I think that's something that's really important because there's yes. a lot of people that have, I think, had some confusion that it's just a COVID yes. issue. It's, it's really a host of illnesses that have been circulating around and are causing concerns. It is. And we really appreciate that folks understand uh, it could be RSV, it could be influenza during December. And I understand it continues now uh, an outbreak of strep. 
uh, in the district. So this is not a, a COVID mitigation as much as it is just a viral and winter challenge. And hopefully together, we're going to navigate it well. And I don't know about you, Andrew, but I'm focusing on the sunny days of spring that are hopefully not too far away. And and at that time, uh, we hope by then our viruses will be received. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining uh, me today, Dr. Swift, uh, on the A2 Schools podcast. It's wonderful to be here and just wishing all of our students and staff, our parents and community a very happy New Year 2023. You've been listening to the A2 Schools podcast. As always, if you have any questions about the Ann Arbor Public Schools, the first place to go to try and get answers is a2schools.org, our website. If you have a specific question or a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. You can email communications at a2schools.org. And thank you once more for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast.